You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio, biggest show in the afternoons across North Alabama, News Talk-wise. And uh, listen, we are loving the fact that we've got an audience as broad as we do. Thank you for being a part of it, you bunch of Right Side ruffians. Glad you're on board. Uh, listen, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm proud to bring on someone here uh, who I think is doing a great job. Uh, Margaret Clark is going to be our guest here in just a moment. Uh, Margaret is uh, currently the uh, general counsel and a board member of Eagle Forum of Alabama. Eagle Forum, of course, is a conservative policy organization uh, all over the nation. She's with the Alabama branch. Uh, she's a graduate of the Florida Law School and Reformed Theological Seminary. She's also been the general counsel for the Florida Department of Human Resources, and she's done work with the Alabama Policy Institute, now, of course, with the Eagle Forum. And she's been doing a great deal of work on the issue of critical race theory and what our state school board is considering uh, possibly on tomorrow's agenda. Margaret Clark from Eagle Forum, thanks for being with us on Right Side Radio today. Bill, thank you so much for having me. I'm really glad to be here uh, and, and part of this ongoing conversation about critical race theory. Um, we've been having a, a excellent conversations over the last couple of weeks, and I think you even had uh, Attorney General Steve Marshall on a couple of days ago to talk about critical race theory. And so yeah, it, I'm just it, glad to be here. It, well, I appreciate that, Margaret. And, and listen, uh, I'll go ahead because I don't want to waste too much time uh, and, and, and say thank you to you for the, the work that you did uh, in, in, in drafting the, the resolution that uh, API supported with you and, and you sent down to um, uh, the governor and to the members of the state school board and that they are considering because tomorrow's agenda has on it um, what sounds like our resolution uh, – it's a resolution called uh, the Preservation of Intellectual Freedom and Non-Discrimination in Alabama's Public Schools. And it's item, right. I think, O mm -hmm. on the agenda for tomorrow. But is that right. what they're actually going to consider? Because there have been some changes made uh, to what they're going to bring up tomorrow. Is that right? Well, um, uh, Phil, can I ask you a question? Are you getting feedback from, on my, uh, on my end, it's very... Uh, no, uh, uh, Margaret, I can hear, I can hear you. I can hear you clear. If you if you're having some bounce back, just make sure you're not on a speakerphone or something like that or a Bluetooth. Um, but we're okay, we're hearing you clear I've on this a, end. Okay, I have a set of headphones in. Let me try just getting them out. Okay, uh, that's better for me. Can you still okay. hear me? I can hear you just fine. Okay, great. Well, do you mind if I share a little bit of, of the history behind the current state school board resolution? Absolutely. Okay. Um, it started back in June of this year. Actually, it was um, something was going on before that. But on June 4th, Georgia Board of Education passed their own resolution to ban critical race theory in the state of Georgia. Um, prior to that, there had been a, a rash of pieces of legislation that were going across the United States to, uh, to stop this. But it was in the form of resolution, I mean, in the form of legislation. Most of those were patterned after a model bill called Partisanship Out of Citizens Act that was drafted by Stanley Kurtz, who was a senior fellow at the Ethics of Public Policy Center in D.C., and he was on the cutting edge of all the other resolutions and uh, pieces of legislation. 
So about that time in Alabama, uh, a great research and writer, Pat Ellis, who is a um, uh, officer on the Eagle Form Board of Education, I mean the Eagle Form Board, uh, she was already doing her own reach research, and she and I started collaborating on on these things. And then when the Georgia Board of Education passed their resolution, we were sort of set up and ready to go, and we drafted um, this resolution in a collaboration with you and with Matt Clark from the Center of Law and Liberty, but also vetted it for us. And um, incidentally, he's the one that wrote that amazing amicus brief to turn over uh, to Roe v. Wade. Um, right. But you and I collaborated, and we produced the Eagle Form API resolution, which we turned over to the state school board and asked them to consider. So after that, the governor submitted her own version. I'm not sure if she did it at a board meeting or if it was um, later on, but but at so some the governor's point, legal she submitted counsel has her submitted own a version separate of the resolution. Version? So the governor's legal staff has helped her draft a separate uh, version of the resolution that we submitted. Is that right? Right. And I think they, in part, used our resolution, but um, not much of it at the time. So she came to the board meeting on July 13th, and she charged the State Board of Education to produce a resolution that would address these growing concerns. And backing up, the, the growing concerns come from also the local school boards that were getting addressed um, at that time. Mountain Brook, parents had come and said that they were finding critical race being taught in their uh, schools. I think Huntsville, I know Mobile County actually used a model, of our, used our resolution as a model to draft one for their uh, local school board. And um, the everything was escalating in Alabama at that time. Yeah, I'd, so I'd say escalating charges, is a good word. <laughs> yeah, um, it was it was really interesting. After June fourth, everything in Alabama just kind of lit on fire. So at the uh, July thirteenth board meeting after the governor charged the State Board of Education to produce this resolution, they came out with an additional resolution or a subsequent resolution that I just saw this past Monday. So um, the at that point, the resolution was significantly improved from my uh, perspective. When you say significantly improved, of, you mean the one that they're going to have on the agenda tomorrow is better than the one that the governor's office had first suggested. Is that what you're saying? Yes, and let me read you something from Ed Mackey. He, um, Ed, Ed he Mackey being that, our state school superintendent, for those who don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry, yes. He said that um, one of the most involved questions that we have to address is the proposed resolution on intellectual freedom and non-discrimination as well as the related topic of critical race theory. So then um, he also said that Mr. Swan, who is the general counsel for the Department of Education, Mr. Moore, who is the school board attorney, and Will Parker, who is the governor's general counsel, spent many hours working on the proposed resolution. 
So they they really they really have worked very hard, and I don't want to um, not acknowledge the the sincere effort to come to a something that is more supported by by well, other well, Margaret, people. Let me, let me That's the resolution you this. itself that I'm looking at that was produced or that I got on um, Sunday. It says things like the, the Department of Education affirms, or the I'm sorry, the State Board of Education intends, or it believes. So there's things are not mandatory. Okay. In, the, in this particular bill. So that's one problem. All right, so, so let me, let me jump in here and just ask you, Margaret. Hang on a second, Margaret. Let me just jump in here and ask you real quick. So for, sure. for the benefit of our listeners, because what I don't want to do is just, just wear them down with, with too much in the weeds here. I want to make sure that they get to the final point here. So what you're telling me now is the resolution sure. that is coming before the state school board tomorrow does not mandate the removal of critical race theory from curriculums or mandate the non-teaching of it. It just affirms that they would rather it not happen, is what it sounds like. So in your opinion, yeah. Yeah, right now, as we sit correct. here, what do we know? Are they, going to, are they going to ban critical race theory in the state, or are they not? Well, and, and let's, we have to be clear. The idea of critical race theory involves many, many different things, and it's many, many tenets. And so using the terminology critical race theory is objectionable to a lot of people. And so including ourselves, we have not used it because it's better to define the things that are objectionable and hurtful to the people that are experiencing critical race theory or the, the impact of it than to try to say, don't do critical race theory. So what you've got to do is you've got to define it by, by identifying the tenants. And what they don't do in this uh, in the state's resolution, I guess I think this is the governor's resolution, the proposal to the school board, um, you know, done in collaboration with the uh, board's attorney and the general counsel for the Department of Education. It it doesn't list the tenants. They have three out of the eleven tenants that critical race theory includes does that make sense it does and and um but 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 listen we're gonna have to take a short break here uh margaret but but when we come back i want to cut to the chase because we're gonna have very little time left to talk about it when you come back from this break so let's go straight to it when we get back what do you think is going to happen are we going to see a resolution that that says the tenets of what we refer to as critical race theory very often are not going to be allowed or they're just going to be suggested that it's a bad idea. All right. Hey, folks, we're talking to Margaret Clark, who's the general counsel, extremely sharp with the Equal Forum. Uh, she's been working with uh, a number of other groups, including the uh, Alabama Policy Institute, on a resolution that we're hoping by tomorrow afternoon will say that critical race theory does not have an opportunity to be taught to our kids in K-12 in Alabama. We'll find out when we get back on that. Hey, listen, News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. We'll be right back on Right Side Radio.
That's right, it is new. Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, Right Side Radio here with Phil Williams as your host. Monday through Friday, 2 to 5, that's us. Biggest afternoon news talk show across North Alabama. And we're glad to have an audience full of Right Side Ruffians. Thank you guys for being tuned in. We're continuing the conversation right now with Margaret Clark, who is the General Counsel for Eagle Forum of Alabama. Uh, Margaret does a great job. She's been very instrumental in helping us form the, uh, the resolution and the fight, for that matter, against critical race theory. Hey, Margaret, let me tell you real quickly, I've got a copy of both the resolution that's being considered tomorrow, uh, the slightly revised okay. version. I didn't do a word-by-word comparison, but... I see where you're saying. I, I do agree. It does have things like intends and believes, uh, what I would call mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Not, not binding language, the kind of thing that sort of says, like, this is a good idea. It does say, right. uh, I'm going to give you a couple of pieces here and maybe get your comment on it. Uh, in the, uh, okay. Looks like we've got about four and a half minutes left. Uh, it's further sure. resolved that uh, the Board of Education believes, there's a believes, that no state education agency should train any administrator, teacher, any student to believe that one race or sex is inherently superior to another race or sex, that members of one race or sex cannot or should not attempt to treat them disrespectfully due to race or sex, right. and that fault, blame, or bias should not, or sh- that fault, race, or blame should be assigned to any race or sex or to members of a race or sex solely because of their race or sex. Uh, that, that is the yeah. kind of thing we're trying to prevent. It does go on to say that they will be adopting um, – Changes to the Alabama Administrative Code, which I had just had a state school board member text this to me, so this may be something you haven't seen yet. But there's an Administrative mm-hmm. Code edition that is already drafted that says, and it's far more definitive, I hope it stays this way, the State Board of Education specifically prohibits each local board of education from offering K-12 instruction that indoctrinates students in social or political ideologies or theories that promote one race or sex above another and then it goes on to say a few other things. Um, yeah, if you look at that, direct. I'm looking at that thing now, and um, if you look at the very bottom of that section 2-2, yeah. it says, and other activities that shall be in accordance with the most current state board resolution regarding intellectual freedom and non-discrimination. So it's circular. In other words, the, the uh, administrative code will shoot you back to this resolution, and this uh, resolution shoots you back to the um, the tenant. So, sure. so those three things that are that you mentioned that are listed in that uh, res- resolution. I guess that's the one, two, three, four, five, six, six resolution right. uh, about believing. Um, that's three. That's three of eleven tenants that have been identified that are objectionable to um, to most people. Yes. That that don't want discrimination. So if you look at the I think I did. I send you a copy of the edits for this resolution, the resolution that you're referring to. We have Eagle Forum has sent to uh, the um, uh, the governor and to I guess the the Ed Mackey, uh, Doctor Mackey, these suggestions to edit the resolution that you're talking about. Because it would okay. strengthen them, it would identify all the tenants, it would make it clear what their points are. And the other thing that it does that's real important is what you want the, the law or the, the, I'm sorry, the code, that's going to be what will guide the local go- governments. Right. You want it to identify what it is they're not supposed to do. So if you have divisive concepts 
that are listed and identified. Uh, you know, this you found you personally found it in the six resolution, right? You found right. three things that they're not supposed to do, but there's eleven of them. One for one thing, and you're not. You have to be able to refer back to them when you're either talking about the students or okay. you're talking about the teachers because it's Great two point. different things. You train the teacher, you teach the student, and so you've got to have laws that address both of them. That's now, a great and, point. And this, with regards to this um, this administrative code, it, again, it's circular. It sends you back to here. So, well, Margaret, this let me ask you this. Guiding. Let me ask you this real quick, Margaret. We've got about a minute left, all right? The Alabama Association of School Boards opposes this. The ACLU opposes this. Uh, but conservatives, by and large, are for something like what we're talking about. In your opinion, in the like 10 seconds I got with you. Are they going to pass this or not tomorrow? What's your thought? I think they're going to pass something like this. Yes. Okay. So it may not be ideal, but we may have something. All right. Well, we got to hope. Hey, listen, Margaret Clark from Eagle Forum, can thank ask, you so much your, for the work you do. Can I ask your audience to please watch the meeting tomorrow, Phil? Absolutely. They can go online and watch this. And, uh, and, and folks, yes. that's a good idea. And listen, call your state school board member if you have an opinion on this. Listen, folks, we're headed to a break right now. More to come. That was Margaret Clark from the Eagle Forum. We appreciate her being on the air. We'll have her back to talk about how the meeting went. News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. We'll be right back.